Hey, welcome once again. This is L at Iron Dove. Dialogue is the key to reform. Access is the key to dialogue. Here at Iron Dove, we provide both. Come on down, sign up for the community forum, talk it up. Let's see what we can figure out. Last week, I talked about um, representation, and so I spent some time uh, Friday and today looking into the uh, Constitution of the United States, and, and I found out some interesting things. So, you know, I'm not a constitutional scholar, um, and I won't pretend to be any kind of a legal eagle or anything else. I am completely a layman when it comes to any of this stuff. Um, and uh, and I can honestly say that, that in truth, I, I, other than what I studied in school about um, the Bill of Rights and the House and the Senate and the Constitution and all that other stuff, which is like most of us, that's the extent of my knowledge. Very superficial public school education on the process. And, and that kind of is my point, is that in a way, this whole legalese system that's been set up is this elitist system that separates the governing from the governed. And it's, it's very problematic because the governing class isn't representative of the governed. We, the people, are people made up of men and women of all different colors, of all different backgrounds, of all different persuasions and, and choices, and those are not represented by those who are presently governing. And in, and in order to even make changes to that, one has to be one of the elite legalese, legal eagles, constitutional masters. So, in a way, it's, uh, it's sort of a it's sort of a, a, a loop. You can't get out because you can't get in because you can't get out because you can't get in. Something like that. It's pretty funny, actually, that... Um, well, it's actually not funny, okay? It's pathetic. But uh, the Equal Rights Amendment was first proposed in 1923, and it is still not part of the Constitution. The Equal Rights Amendment has been ratified by 35 of the necessary 38 states. When three more states vote yes, the, the Equal Rights Amendment might become the 28th Amendment. Um, this was brought back up and reintroduced in Congress March 15th of 2005. And um, it's, it's actually kind of amusing. Some of, the, um, some of the reasons why it hasn't been ratified by some of the states, uh, Florida. Women still excluded. Including the word, quote, sex, end quote, in the Equal Rights Amendment has recently been called into question because the clueless, quote, do not know if it is being used as a noun or a verb, end quote. Find uh, your nearest copy of the Constitution and take a look at the wording of the 19th Amendment. It reads in its entirety, quote, the right of citizens of the United States to vote shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of sex. Congress shall have power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation. End quote. It's very specific. And yet, Florida can't 
decide whether the use of the word sex is being used as a noun or a verb. It's unbelievable. It's so stupid. Okay, so um, let's take a look. The states that have not ratified the uh, Equal Rights Amendment are Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Illinois, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Nevada, North Carolina, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Utah, and Virginia. With regard to this legalese situation, so many really common sense proposals that are opposed by Senate, by the Congress, by the judiciary, are opposed because of procedural reasons. Because somebody didn't dot their I, cross their T, or present the information in some specific format. And this is a part of the problem of the separation of the legalese classes from the normal people. Being an attorney is a profession. And it shouldn't be said that unless you're an attorney, you have the same equal rights under the law. And yet, by setting up the system the way we have that is so overburdened by legislation and so overburdened by procedure that the populace is not part of the process anymore. It's a problem. Anyway, with regard to procedure, with regard to over-legislative legislating, the simple fact is that every citizen of this country has the right to representation. And if you can't afford the right to representation, you are assigned a representative on your behalf. And it's only if you are accused of a crime or being tried for a, an offense that you're given this representation. And in a way, I think that women are serving time unjustly and that we're not being properly represented. If you look at strictly the Senate, and, and this came to mind because, because again, uh, on the Judiciary Committee and the, the committee that, that handles Judiciary Affairs, there are 18 members of that committee. And of the 18 members, one was a woman. Judiciary uh, Affairs Committee is the committee that makes recommendation about whether uh, Supreme Court justice should be confirmed or not. They review, they ask all the questions, they put the information to their party and make a recommendation as to what they think would be the right course of action. Well, clearly, one woman making a recommendation in a, in a committee of 18 isn't going to have a whole heck of a lot of voice on that one. Continuing on, Committee on Appropriations. Appropriations meaning how we spend our money, or how they spend our money. Um, 
And uh, that committee is made up of 28 members. And obviously all this stuff goes to a vote. But these committees are, are set up to try to streamline a little bit this overburdened process. It's like too many cooks. And so instead of having the 435 cooks all in the same room, they, they try to narrow it down to, to core committees who get the information, gather the information, form opinions, and then present it to their parties. So of the 28 members of the Appropriations Committee, um, which is, again, how we spend our money, 28 members, five are women. I mean, the percentages are terrible. I mean, what is that? Less than 2% women. Uh, the Intelligence Committee, 15 members, three are women. Armed Services Committee, 24 members, three are women. Now, women are clearly in Iraq right now, being shot at, being killed, serving in combat. Why? are there only three women on that committee? You know, the, the argument, well, women don't fight in battle, so they're not, you know, a man's man. Well, no, they're not a man's man. They're a woman's woman, okay? Whatever, they, whatever you want to say. But you know what? The line between what women have done and haven't done in society, the contributions that they've made. There are women who risk their lives being policemen. There are women who risk their lives being firemen. There are women who risk their lives being in combat. There are women who risk their lives doing all kinds of, of professions. And there are women pretty much in every profession you can think of now. But we aren't given the representation that we deserve in our government. And this is a huge problem, and it will never be sorted out unless some legislation is passed. And I'm not even sure how to get around this huge overburdened legal system because if you can tell somebody that the reason that the Equal Rights Amendment hasn't been passed is because of procedural impropriety, a procedural impropriety, then give me a break. Just common sense. If you see that somebody is, is providing all the documentation that's necessary, except they use a, a staple instead of a paper clip? That's absurd. Perhaps a class action lawsuit. The women of the United States of America sue the federal government for inflicting unjustly subclass status by refusing proper representation. So thought. But the problem is, there's no way to submit this to a system that is full of legalese. Because everybody knows, once this thing gets into litigation, you can litigate and litigate and litigate and litigate and litigate, and even though I'm not an attorney, and even though I'm not a legal eagle, I am smart enough to know that if you have enough money, and the federal government has plenty of money because it's our money, you can litigate this thing until the cows come home. So the only way that we're going to get proper representation is to come together and start demanding representation. And that doesn't mean that you have to get all angry and pissed off and start yelling swear words or anything. But what it means is 
that we need to take collective decisive action. We need to take the power that we have and figure out how to focus it into a place that raises consciousness, into a place where we get attention on a huge, large, gigantic scale where we cannot be ignored. And maybe that's something really simple. Uh, maybe it's something where we just say for the next five days, ten days, some period of time that, um, that it takes, we refuse to perform a particular function. We refuse to send our children to the public school system because the public school system is teaching them to follow in the footsteps of the generation that came before. They are teaching them to be the worker bees of the status quo. So maybe that's where we start. Maybe where we start is say, we, the mothers of this world, the mothers of this country, are putting our foot down. Every mother with a daughter will be keeping her daughter home. Every mother with a son will be keeping her son home. Every mother will be keeping their children home until the Equal Rights Amendment is ratified. So come on down to the community forum, sign in, start talking it up. Let's see what we can figure out. Together we have power. Until tomorrow, this is Al, signing out.